You wake up, get ready for work, fix a cup of coffee, or two or three, hop in your car, fight that traffic, drive those commuting miles, and start your busy day. Work all day? Of course. Then drive home. But you stay busy. Weekends too. Day after day. Year after year. How long do you have to keep doing this? When can you retire? Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors, wants to start planning your retirement today. His goal is to prepare people for a great retirement. You worked hard for this moment. Let Mike and his team give you confidence to enjoy your future. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. We're so happy to have you here with us today. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer and You know, if this is your year to retire, you might be wondering, are you ready? So we have a checklist for you to go through so you know what you need to be doing. We don't want you to overlook anything. Thanks so much for joining us today. Here's that phone number you need to have, 801-210-5500. Pretty easy to remember. You can call Mike and his team, 801-210-5500. And again, find us online anytime at CapitalWealth.com. We have a lot to get to today. Mike, so good to be here with you. Hey, Luann. I love being here. Welcome to all the listeners. Yeah, we have a lot of listeners. And uh, if you're new today, thanks for joining us. This is a show about retirement, retirement planning. Mike wants to make sure that you're on a true path to retirement and he has a plan for you. And it's a fun show, too. It's always always good. This is is a different kind of radio uh, retirement show. It's a fun one. It's not one of the boring ones. <laughs> we guarantee that, right, Mike? We guarantee. I guarantee it, yes. <laughs> we like to have fun. So, yeah. all right, you know, we are going to get to what we need to go through if you're going to retire this year, but I want to compare right now uh, what life was like 50 years ago, back in 1972. Now, I know you weren't even around yet. I was 19- in junior high. <laughs> <laughs> 1979? Is, uh, is my year. That was your year, so see, <laughs> you weren't even a- That's where I made a, a debut. Yep, you weren't a twinkle in anybody's eye yet. You were probably not <laughs> right, so thought I, of, but- So I actually had to do a little bit of research on this, but, but check this out, Luann. Um, back in 1972, so fuel on average, the cost of gas in 1972 was 36 cents per gallon. Dang, so, I wish. <laughs> me too. Because <laughs> today the national gas retail prices are averaging around 449 a gallon. Oh man. The me- the median income uh, for fa- for a family in 1972 was $11,120. Yeah. And the most up-to-date information is from 2020, and that's when the median family income was $67,521. Wow, that's a huge difference in 50 but, but, years. But check this out. The median home price in 1972 for a new home sold in, in the US was 27,600. Oh, are you kidding? Now with 2020 figures, the median sale price of a new home is 336,900. Oh my gosh. And, and that's 2020. In Utah and Idaho, things have been going insane. So I promise add an extra 100,000 to that. <gasps> oh my yeah. gosh. Can mm-hmm. you believe that you could get a home for $27,000? The, the the good old Days, right when you yeah. can buy a, a bag of chips and, and a coke for like a nickel i will <laughs> say kidding. i was buying uh, in junior high i was buying 10 cent candy you know yeah, penny I, candy I, 10 cent candy yeah yeah i remember going to 7-eleven i did the same kind of thing but yeah. it wasn't 10 cents no so, yours was probably like a quarter or something yeah <laughs> i'll never forget my going on a girl scout uh weekend and you know we would buy i'd buy 25 cents of penny candy 
and it was tw- you know one penny tax, twenty six yep. cents. I got a full twenty five pieces of candy for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, and re- and remember they always had those. Uh, they probably still do, but like who does cash anymore? They have the take a penny, leave a penny dish. Oh yeah, and yeah. Y- y- remember, you're like, oh, I'm just a little bit short because of tax, right? Oh, yeah. take a penny, take leave a penny, a penny right? Yeah, yeah. We do didn't people ha- even do that anymore? Well, I don't know. Everything's oh, all like. Oh. I have a funny story to tell you because right now they say that coins are at a scarcity. I don't know why. And so I was at Walgreens and I paid and I have a ton of change in my, in my (laughs) billfold and somebody over next to me in the other register didn't have the change and they're kind of scrambling. Well, I don't have the change. So can we round it up? And I'm like, what's her change? Uh, 72 cents. I go here. <laughs> there you go. I, I just paid the 70. I go, here's some coins for your register. Awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. I know. So anyway, funny stuff going on right now too. But yeah. um, so, uh, you know, our, our economy is a lot different today than it was 50 years ago. But I mm-hmm. want to talk about retirement and how retirement is different today than it was 50 years ago. Yeah, I don't think it's your your grandparents' retirement anymore. And I think a big reason for that is the speed at which news travels, right? So back in the day, it's like, hey, if you wanted to trade a stock, you had to get on your your phone in the kitchen. Remember that one with the 18-foot corded, you know, a a braided cord? I'd take it into my bedroom. Yeah, and when the kids are bad, it's like, yeah, you kind of like stop that, make stop making noise, and you use the phone cord to kind of whip it at them, not to hurt them, right? right? Just to say, hey guys, I'm on the phone. Snap them into shape. But, <laughs> but the thing is, is that like you know, you'd have to call your broker and say, hey, this company Apple, yeah, let's let's buy some some of those shares, right? And now it's like everything comes through on your on your phone in your pocket, and it's like instantaneous. So. I think the speed at which news travels creates a lot more volatility than what we used to have. Mm-hmm. It took a long time for things to go and, and move and go up and down. And now it's like big swings instantaneous. I think that freaks out a lot of people and, and rightly so, because if you're not prepared and if you don't have a plan, you know, you can get caught off guard really fast. You know, a perfect example was back in March of 2020. It was one of the fastest downtimes ever of U.S. history. Thankfully, followed by the fastest recovery yeah. ever. But, you know, it freaked a lot of people out. And and I think that for anyone that didn't have a plan, they kind of smartened up and realized, wow, volatility is the new norm. I got to have a plan. Right. So, you know, we're talking about inflation, what it was like back in the 70s. How are you talking to your clients about inflation right now, Mike? Yeah, that's a big thing. I was just interviewed on KSL um, TV Channel 5 with Dan Spindle not too long ago. We were talking about inflation. As a matter of fact, KSL reached out to me just recently again and said, let's keep talking about it because this is on everyone's mind. And for the past 30 years, people really didn't experience inflation. I mean, there's people living today, Luann, that they've never... They've never experienced inflation. They don't know what it was like back in the 70s or 80s. And, and you're probably like, granted, you know, Mike, you're 42. You probably don't know either. I know a little bit, yeah. but not a lot. Uh-huh. But as a financial planner, my job is to take inflation and build it into our true path plan. And you always have to plan for the worst, hope for the best. You know, we go back and we track 107 years of inflation history. And, and I can see exactly what the average is. And again, planning for the worst, hoping for the best is we put it into our True Path plan software and we say, all right, let's just go on the higher end of, of things. And, and hopefully that inflation, you know, is just a temporary blip, but I, I, I'm not sure. And I think that that's why now more than ever, we need to have a plan in place. So tell us how then you help someone create that income strategy 
that does factor in inflation and the risk of inflation. Uh, tell us uh, a little bit more. Yeah, because that, that's that's our core specialty. That's mm-hmm. what we do at mm-hmm. Capital Wealth Advisors. So we have our True Path Retirement Plan. And my dad taught me, um, just like the late Stephen Covey, uh, he said, you have to plan um, you know, for, with the end in mind. So begin at the end and, and reverse engineer things. That's exactly what we do. So when we're building our True Path Retirement Plan, what's happening is, is we're gathering all the facts that we can. We're gathering if you have a pension. We're gathering what Social Security is, and we're figuring out when is the optimal time to take Social Security. And then what we're doing is we're saying, do you have any other sources of income? Do you have rental income or anything of that nature? And so when we get a a baseline and we can see how much income you have coming in that's actually guaranteed income, then we figure out what your income gap is. So for example, if you need $6,000, if you have $6,000 a month coming in and you say, I need $8,000 a month, then we have to solve for a $2,000 a month gap. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we take your retirement portfolio that you've done a good job at saving, and then we say, okay, what is the bare minimum return that we need to get in your portfolio? And we need to add in things like, what if inflation goes up? And we also have to add in, what if taxes go up? So I like to, again, plan for the worst, hope for the best. But I, I always say this, I love sitting across the table, looking in someone's eyes and saying, hey, congratulations, you've won the retirement game. It never ceases to amaze me when people go, wait, what? What?" And I said, yep, that's exactly what I just said. And they go, are you sure? Absolutely. <laughs> we've, we've helped successfully helped hundreds of people cross that finish line where they're having an awesome retirement and we're able to maintain that. And just the amount of emotion um, that you can see, it's almost like a weight being lifted off someone's shoulders. They're really excited and they're like, I never thought that I could retire. And that's what retirement's all about. So anyone listening today, you need our True Path Retirement Plan. And for today's listeners of the show, we're going to do that complimentary. But you do have to call us, 801-210-5500. No strings attached. It will be complimentary for today's listeners. Call up the staff and let them know, hey, I'm really interested in that True Path Plan. And let us put this plan together for you and show you how that can uh, possibly give you the best retirement that you could ever hope for. Also, I want to guide you to their website. It's CapitalWealth.com, CapitalWealth.com. You can head there, find out even more about Mike and his awesome team at Capital Wealth Advisors. And we just thank you so much for joining us today. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. So, Mike, for people who do want to make this their year to retire 2022, what would you say needs to be done? Give us an idea. Okay. Well, I would say that uh, a checklist is always a good spot to start just to kind of take a temperature to see where you're at with retirement. Uh, One of the big things is that you want to know, decide when you should start taking social security. And that's not just black and white, like, hey, I'm going to wait till this age, or I'm going to take it at this age. There's so many different factors with social security. That's something that we specialize in. We know how to maximize social security. So we're getting the most juice out of the fruit. Uh, we want to make sure that you're not leaving any of your hard-earned money on the table because here's the spoiler alert, social security by law is not allowed, the administration is not allowed to tell you when the best time to take your social security benefits. And you might be saying, hey, well, yeah, my friend's doing this. Well, your friend probably has a different situation than you. So you got to have it custom tailored so that you get the most amount of money possible. Signing up for Medicare or other health insurance is always uh, an important thing when you retire. Checking things, uh, retirement benefits, taking advantage of last minute benefits, possibly at work. 
I think a really important thing is consider rolling your 401k to an IRA. And here's the reason why. When you leave your job, you know, a lot of people will they'll clean out their desk drawers, they'll even reach into the back of the desk drawer and take out that, that broken pencil that's in there, right? But then you leave your 401k, your biggest retirement asset at, at the company. I don't know that that's a good idea. And here's my reason for that. When you leave, nobody's watching it except for you. And we want to make sure that if you're rolling your 401k, that it is a right thing for you to do, that possibly your fees are going to be less, or that you can start doing some tax strategies like Roth conversions, possibly. There's a whole lot of benefits. Or even if you want to further diversify, 401ks are amazing. The problem is, is that you have a limited selection. So when you roll your 401k to an IRA, you don't have any tax implications until you start taking the money out. But what we're able to do is diversify even further. And I think that really helps out with reducing volatility. Uh, we talk about always making a financial plan. That's our true path plan. And you have to have a written plan. And it can't just be a plan that sits up on a shelf, something that you pay for and, and that never gets used. It, it's living, it's ongoing because your life is changing. We want to make sure um, that we're doing everything we can to give you the best retirement possible. And then just deciding what to do next, taking action on that. If you jump on our website, retireutah.com, we have a complimentary checklist challenge that you can download to possibly give you some more ideas, deeper diving on if you can retire today. Go and check it out, retireutah.com. Yeah, take advantage of the special offer from Mike and his team. Make sure you don't run out of money. You might even boost your savings over time. So get started today. We still have a lot more to cover. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. We'll be right back. You wouldn't go to the grocery store or begin a new project without a checklist. Why should you start retirement without one? Visit retireutah.com and download the checklist challenge from Mike Stevens and Capital Wealth Advisors. That's retireutah.com. If you owed almost $28 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Make a lot more money, right? Well, now America's debt is more than $28 trillion. And right now, taxes are at a historically low levels. It doesn't take a genius to realize taxes will probably go up. Now, think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are low or later when rates are much higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors know what to look for. Mike can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 801-210-5500 to set up a visit with Mike Stevens and Capital Wealth Advisors. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now. 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. For more information on retirement planning and how to get started, go to retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. You're listening to Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. And in retirement, one thing is for sure, you got to know where you're getting your income, right? When you have a plan, though, that's when you start to see that big picture. And Mike and his team can help you see with clarity that you are on the right path to living well and retiring well. And that's why today I want to talk about making those 401k and IRA decisions, Mike. Millions of Americans' money, we all have our our money in something like an IRA or a 401k. 
Listen to the amount, the total amount of all these accounts, Mike, is more than $19 trillion nationally. Ooh. That was marked or gauged back in 2020. Wow. Yeah. That can pay half the national deficit. I was thinking right now. that too. You know, the lawmakers are just itching to get their hands oh, on our chom- money. They're chomping to get that. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. So you know that they're really interested in your, your 401k. And the reason for it, just to remind you, is a 401k or IRA or 403b or 457, the whole alphabet soup, something that's tax deferred means you have to pay some taxes. So here's the deal. If you're building up a lot of your savings in some sort of retirement account like that, I mean, I feel like you've already made the right decision there. That decision was to save. That's the right choice. But I want to help you learn from all the other decisions that you need to know about when it comes to taking money out of your different accounts. And that's kind of the big thing that we're going to cover right now. Right. So obviously we need to understand what type of 401k or IRA we have, mm-hmm. because that's going to matter when we take money out of those retirement accounts, we're going to be taxed. So why don't you expand on some of those for us? Yeah, absolutely. So when you're planning for a retirement income that you can't outlive, you can't forget about taxes because taxes never go away. And you know how much you'll owe in taxes during retirement will always depend on a combination of, of how your income is generated and the dollar amount of your income. And, and honestly, just what, what the government sets the tax rate to be. I think one of the hardest things for us as retirees is we you know, think, hey, I'm going to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement because that's what we've been told. And uh, you know, that's why we put money into this tax deferred account. But the reality is, is that the government deficit has gone up and up and up and up. So the reason why that's a problem is because either the government has to stop their spending or they're going to have to increase taxes further. Now, I'm of the mindset that I think that maybe taxes are going to go up versus the government spending. (laughs) Uh, I don't think they're going to be spending less. But So again, a qualified plan is anything tax deferred. So typically what happens is, is that you know, savers and, and qualified plans were given a tax deduction when they made the contribution. But again, you're going to owe the taxes when you take the withdrawals out. Now, post-tax retirement accounts, so maybe you have a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k, which I'm a huge fan of, you can take tax-free income uh, in retirement from the Roth IRA and Roth 401k. But unlike a traditional IRA, you won't get a tax deduction for these contributions to the Roth account. And I don't think that that's a bad thing at all, because right now, this might shock some of you. Taxes are actually on sale. Yeah, I did say that. Taxes are on sale right now. Challenge me otherwise. Give me a call and I'll show you exactly why taxes are on sale. But here's the deal. If you have to pay your taxes and they're on sale, you might consider paying the taxes right now, especially knowing if taxes are going to go up in the future and you can get them for on sale, it might be smart for you to do. So just remember, I'm not a CPA or or tax professional. Um, at Capital Wealth Advisors, we do tax planning, and then we have our, our plan done and put in, in place. And we say, please take this to your tax professional and have them verify that it's right for you. But I'm a huge fan of those Roth accounts because your growth and your withdrawals are always going to be tax-free in retirement. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like the best you can have. So oh, yeah. certainly do that. You need to do that. And earlier than later, right? <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> so, okay, like I said, um, and like you just explained, it's so important to know the rules when taking money out. But here's another thing we need to know about is when to take required minimum distributions. That has recently changed again, hasn't it? 
It sure has. Um, and what a required minimum distribution is, it's just the government's way of nicely saying, hey, you've deferred this long enough. We're sick and tired of waiting. Time to pay up. We Time want- to take some. You have to take money out of your account, whether you want to or not. We want our and, money. <laughs> and, and you're saying, but I don't want to take any money out. You know, I have some of this money earmarked for health reasons oh, in the man. future if I need it. Or, you know, I got some pension money and social security money coming in. and I don't want to take out any money uh, and have to pay taxes on it. And the government says, oh, you don't want to? Too bad because it's required. That's where the R comes from in the required minimum distribution. (laughs) And here's the crazy part. If you don't take money out every single year, then what happens is they give you a 50% penalty. Yeah, you heard it right. Five, zero. 50% penalty. It's the largest penalty in the tax code less the tax that you would owe on it. So you don't mess around with taking out RMDs. Now, previously, RMDs used to be take it out at 70 and a half uh, and then every year going forward. They just recently changed it to 72, which is nice. And there's actually talks and nothing set in stone yet, but they're thinking about maybe pushing that back till age 75. But here's the problem with the RMDs is that When you're taking required minimum distributions out, hopefully your account is growing. When you take an RMD, the way they calculate it is they divide a number and the number gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. So every year that goes by, that number gets smaller. And how math works is that, you know, go back to high school math, you take a number, you divide it by a number that's getting smaller. It means an even larger and larger amounts coming out on the back end. So why is that a problem for you? Well, if your account's getting bigger and they're forcing you to take more money out, it means more for the government, less for you, especially if taxes go up. That's the big problem right there. So a lot of people ask, Mike, am I paying too much taxes in retirement? And I am going to tell you, we have an amazing resource on our website. If you go to retireutah.com, we have a complimentary guide that discusses just that. It's called, Are You Paying Too Much Taxes in Retirement? And that's one of the things that my dad taught me is, Mike, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep the counts, right? So taxes, you have to have a proactive strategy. You just can't go down, you know, uh, in life with your fingers crossed saying, oh my gosh, I hope this works out for me. No, you want to have an actual tax plan. So first step is jump on retireutah.com and go and download your complimentary. Are you paying too much in taxes in retirement today? Yeah, keep more of your own money in your own pockets. That's definitely what you want to do. We thank you for joining us. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. So I want to go back to, uh, well, the RMDs again, because even death isn't an excuse to skip an RMD. So listen closely. If you inherit an IRA from a non-spouse, then it is up to you to make sure that that RMD has been taken by that year that that death occurred. Okay, so December 31st, right Mike, no matter how old you are, it has to do with the person that died and still has to pay that RMD, correct? Yeah, yep, you betcha. And that's called an inherited IRA. So here's the other thing that's really important, and, and I'm preaching this all the time. We have tax workshops uh, all the time that we're offering uh, to our clients and, and to people that want to learn more about taxes, and those are complimentary workshops. The SECURE Act in 2020 actually got rid of the stretch IRA. So what a stretch IRA means is that if you uh, have a loved one or someone passes away and they leave you that IRA, previously, if you were not married to that person, you could stretch that 
IRA out over your lifetime and pay less and less in taxes. The SECURE Act getting rid of the stretch IRA, it means that, this is gonna shock you again, if you inherit money in an IRA qualified account and you're a non-spouse, you have to take all of the money out within a 10 year period of time. Wow. And if you don't, if you don't take it out and you're like, oh, okay, well, that's not a big deal, right? I yeah. could do that. Well, here's the deal. If you don't take it out within a 10 year period of time, then you get charged a 50% penalty. There's that 50% penalty again. Yeah. Plus the tax. So you're probably thinking, well, hang on a second. I'm in my highest earning years right now. Uh, I don't want to take money out if I don't have to. Now that's the problem with those RMDs. They're going to force you to do it. So a spouse, uh, however, that does inherit an IRA, they can become the new owner and a spouse can continue to stretch that IRA okay. over their lifetime, Good. but non-spouses cannot stretch it. They in have other to words, take that out within children, that 10-year period of time. Excuse me, I'm yep. sorry, I didn't mean to just walk on you, but uh, in, in other words, children can't stretch it. Yeah, or yep, or partner, or you know, if you're not legally married or right. anything like that. Wow. But it, I mean, here's and, and and you might be saying, okay, well, why is that a big deal? All right, well, let's go fast forward ten years or twenty years, thirty years, whenever you pass away and you leave that money to your your kids or your spouse leave, leaves the money to the kids. Again, they're going to get clobbered with having to take it all out within a ten year period of time. Otherwise, fifty percent in tax plus a penalty if they don't. And here's the thing is they're going to be in their highest earning years at that mm. point too. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the big golden question, the unknown. What is the tax rate going to be at that point? Yeah. Because if you think the taxes are going down, all right, then they're going to be happy to inherit that, that money. But if taxes are going up 10, 20, 30 years from now, you should have just spent that money, right? Because it's just more money going to the government versus your family. So again, Forbes even says the required minimum distributions can trigger the highest penalty in the tax code. If you don't follow the rules, like what we've been talking about, you do not want those steep penalties and potentially higher taxes that we've been talking about swiping away at your retirement savings. We don't want to be left with a fraction of that money that we were really counting on for retirement. Yeah, that's absolutely right. The other thing that I forgot to mention, too, is if you were to make a mistake with your required minimum distribution on these qualified accounts, the penalty for not taking the full amount still is the 50% penalty. So. You know, I, I've been saying like, hey, I don't want to take the money out. You can't force me, na 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 boo boo IRS. And they say, too bad, 50% penalty if you don't. Well, let's just say that you're being compliant and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do it. And then you make a mistake on it. They're still saying, ha ha, we still, you know, that's a penalty for you. So taking RMDs are a pretty big thing. We specialize in this at Capital Wealth Advisors, but you got to make sure that you need to know how to properly take your RMDs because they could possibly push you into a higher income tax bracket that could trigger higher taxes on your social security benefits, and it could cause higher Medicare premium surtaxes. So, you know, just imagine how fast your savings could shrink if you rack up these steep penalties along with taking out regular withdrawals and paying taxes. I would like to invite today's listeners of the show to call us at 801-210-5500 and schedule your complimentary visit. And let's talk about taxes. Let's talk about RMDs. Let's talk about all the things that financially keep you up at night. Our job is to give you clarity. It's to give you peace of mind. I'm promising you're going to be glad that you gave us a call. You know, you can't treat your retirement account like an ATM, right? Spending down your savings too quickly and running out of money is an option you just cannot afford. So Mike's going to talk about that next on Retire Utah Radio. We'll be right back. At Capital Wealth Advisors, Mike Stevens puts his clients and their retirement needs first. 
His focus is on people, not products. No sales pitch, no hassle. To get started working with Mike, call 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Catch the latest content from Mike Stevens by downloading and subscribing to Retire Utah Radio on Apple Podcasts. You can listen anytime, anywhere through iTunes or the Apple Podcasts app. Hi, we're so happy to have you join us today. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. And Mike is here on the air every week. And because he's so passionate about helping you understand all the things, the important issues about retirement, he wants you to enjoy your ideal retirement. So, all right. You know, we were talking about uh, 401k IRAs today and those decisions you have to make. One thing is for sure, we can't treat those accounts like it's an ATM machine, Mike, right? Uh, tell us some <laughs> strategies that you recommend so we're not just constantly taking money out. Okay, well, but I do need to say this. Retirement, guys, is all about making memories and paying yourself, right? So you just have to be cautious um, and smart about it. And that's the value of having a plan. So, you know, I want our listeners to think about the the commercial from uh, the 1980s, and it's a Wendy's commercial. Oh, Which one yeah. am I thinking about? Where's all right. the Where beef? Did, where's the beef, right? <laughs> I know all of you listening are, are were thinking that too. So why am I bringing that up? Okay. We have that little old lady that's driving around and she's yelling, where's the beef? As she's lifting up the pat, the hamburger um, bun with nothing underneath, right? Mm -hmm. Retirement, it, it's income is that, that patty, okay? It's all about the income. So you have to be constantly in your mind, be thinking, where's the income coming from? Now, here's what we found. We had someone come into the office the other day and they had been retired for several years. And I said, you're sitting on a lot of money. And when we did their True Path retirement plan, I said, okay, if you don't start spending, there's gonna be a ton of money left when you pass away. And they said, really? I, I didn't think that that was the case. And I said, absolutely. So what tends to happen is people will go into retirement and it's fun, it's new, and they spend and you know they take family out for dinner and, and they have a good time. And then it's almost like something clicks. And they go, oh my gosh, I can't spend any more yeah, money. Yeah. And then they become like really tight and rigid and frozen. And they're like, I can't spend because what happens if I get sick? Or what is this money going to last me for the rest of my life? Or if inflation increases? So a lot of times we see when people don't have a plan, they don't spend properly. Okay. And I'm probably the only advisor that you're listening to that's telling you that you want to spend your money. <laughs> Most advisors don't want you to spend because it's less for them to manage. I want you to spend. I want you to make memories and, and have your dreams fulfilled with that money. But you have to have distribution strategies. So there's things that you can do, like taking out a, a fixed amount of money that's after your income gap is solved. And I've talked about it before, but just really quickly, your income gap is anything that you need that you're not already getting to supplement the difference. So if you're getting some social security, Maybe you're getting some pension income, maybe you're getting some rental real estate income, whatever. The difference that you need, that's your income gap. And we take that money out. And here's the exciting part is I hate the word budget, but I love the word guardrails. With our True Path plan, we are able to say, all right, let's take the amount of money that you need out of your retirement plan and let's factor in taxes and let's factor in inflation. And what rate of return do we need to make to make sure that you're going to be fine for the rest of your life? And I love setting those guardrails in place where I say, okay, at a minimum, we should be spending at least this much, right? 
And at a maximum, we don't want to go over this amount. And, and it's freedom for people to be able to say, oh, yeah, cool. I don't have to live on this fixed amount. I can spend this or I can spend that. And as long as it's within those, I will be totally fine. And Luann, I'll tell you, whenever we have that conversation with people, they go, that just makes sense. And I love it. And I feel good about it. And I feel financially free. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what retirement is all about. Feeling financially free, being able to enjoy and do the things that you want to do. That's what our true path plan that we do for people. I'm always talking about our, you know, the plan that our team has developed and refined over the years, a proprietary plan, that true path plan. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I love that. In fact, you even have an acronym that you use sometimes, Designing Retirement Experiences and Memories, Dreams. And that dream, that's right. Love I it. want people dreaming about their retirement. They yeah. got to experience retirement memories. So yeah. I love that you remember that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. I remembered that. So that we can feel a little bit more relaxed about our spending in retirement. How do you help someone figure out how much income they need to generate from these different accounts? How do you guys do that? Yeah, so we actually take uh, take someone through our proprietary planning process, and I would say that it's kind of like a, a flood beam approach, okay? Mm-hmm. So flood beam covers everything, mm-hmm. and we have a complimentary discovery visit, we get to know them, and we kind of figure out where they're at, and then we go to spotlight, and spotlight is, all right, let's get really focused now on on things that you really need. And you know, when someone kind of puts pencil to paper and they say, okay, I think that I would like no less than this amount each month. Um, what we do is then we take it to laser beam. Okay, mm-hmm. so we go from floodlight to spotlight to laser beam. And we have an expense plan built into our true path plan. And that expense plan, again, ugh, I hate the word budget. It's not a budget. But what we're doing is we're figuring out a rough estimate of all the things that you're spending money on each month, all the things that you want to spend money on each month. And we're actually coming up with a pretty detailed expense plan. Now, here's something what a lot of people don't really think about. Retirement is not linear. There's not just like, hey, I need $6,000 a month growing with inflation for the rest of my life. Retirement is go-go years, slow-go years, and won't-go years. And what I mean by that is when you get you know, into those initial stages of retirement, the grandkids still think you're cool. They want to hang out with grandma and grandpa, right? So you're spending more time with them or you're traveling with friends, you're making memories. And, you know, the older that you get, you stop, stop you know, traveling as much. And maybe, you know, th- those Wonko years when you're in your 80s, I don't know, maybe the big trip of the, the month or something is to, to Walgreens or CVS to grab your, your, your prescription. But the whole point is, is that retirement is not linear. So you have to front load your retirement so you can have the memories. But you also want to be cautious on the back end that what if you need it for medical use? So that's the awesome thing about that true path plan that we do. So for today's listeners of the show, what I want to do is extend an opportunity for you to call us at 801-210-5500. And what you want to do is you want to tell us, hey, I'm actually really interested in that true path plan so I can see where my income is going to come from. So I can have a lot more peace of mind when I'm doing. But you have to pick up the phone today and call us at 801 210-5500. I promise that you will be thrilled about that plan that we'll put together for you. And also check them out on their website. I always like to guide you there. It's CapitalWealth.com, CapitalWealth.com. You can find out even more about Mike and his awesome team there at Capital Wealth Advisors. Thanks for joining us again. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. So some people might want to take their traditional IRA or 401k, which is tax deferred, 
and convert that into a Roth account. You've already talked about that. I want to maybe d- dig a little bit deeper and have you tell us yeah. what all we need to know about that strategy. Yep, sure. So just the very first thing, just remember, um, we're talking about some blanketed advice here. So it might be a Applicable to you and it might not. So at Capital Wealth Advisors, we will gladly do tax planning for people. And then you want to take that to your CPA or tax professional just to verify that it is right for you. But here's the big deal. I love, love, love Roth IRAs because a Roth IRA is hands-off money. It's telling the government like, sorry, I put this in this special lockbox that you can never get your, your hands on. Okay. So there's a downside to getting uh, money into the Roth IRA box. What do you think it is, Luann? Probably you have to pay taxes on that right yeah, now. You, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> you got it, right? You got to pay some taxes. So if you get that money uh, from the tax deferred, nasty, losing money to taxes uh, bucket over into the tax-free bucket, the Roth IRA is going to be tax-free forever. It's going, the withdrawals, uh, principal and growth will be tax-free. Here's the other nice thing is that your beneficiaries will never have to pay taxes on that money. It's tax-free forever and everyone will love you, especially if taxes go up, that they will never have to pay taxes on it. So you have to pay taxes to get the money into the Roth IRA. So here's the thing about the Roth IRA um, and the conversions that's really important. A lot of times people will say, well, I don't have a job, so I can't contribute to a Roth IRA. You can't contribute new money to a Roth IRA but even if you don't have a job, you can take your existing IRA and you can convert it into a Roth IRA. The other thing too is maybe you're saying, well, I, I'm earning too much money. I'm, I'm phased out of being able to contribute to a Roth IRA, possibly um, with new money, but converting to a Roth IRA, you could make $10 million a year. You could be Jeff Bezos right now. You could convert any IRA to Roth IRA you just have to pay the taxes. But here's one thing that that might get you. There's a whole lot of nuances with doing these Roth conversions. That it's not just black and white. So for example, we had someone come to one of our dinner workshops and we were talking about doing a Roth IRA. And they said, I, I love this. I'm going to do it. And, uh, and I said, okay, but here's what you got to be aware of. Whatever you do today is going to affect your Medicare premium two years later. And the, the audience looked like, wait, what? What? Huh. Yes, that is true. So when you convert, uh, let me give you a hypothetical example. Say you're making $80,000 a year and you go, I want to convert $200,000 from my IRA to my Roth IRA. Well, now what you've told the government is this year you've taken 280000 of income. So two years later, your Medicare Part B and your Medicare Part D, they're going to look at the tier and say, how much money did you make this year, like this year that you did the conversion? And that could possibly raise your Medicare premium. So it's not an additional tax, but it's definitely going to cost you more. So there's things that you got to be aware of. So again, you want to talk to your tax professional, but we walk people through this when we do the tax planning. So then that brings me to this question. You know, obviously we know we need to have that income strategy. You yep. taught us that, but when's the best time to get with a trusted financial partner like you? Well, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, <laughs> and the second best time is now. And I would say, look, now, even if you have an advisor, we are welcoming you to come into the office to get a second opinion. Frankly, I think that retirement is that important that you should make sure that you have the right opinion. And, you know, we're not in the business of breaking up healthy relationships. We've been very blessed as a firm. So the nice thing is, is that gives us the ability to be selective about who we work with. 
we really work with good people, nice people, people that want to have a, a good retirement plan. And there are so many great advisors, but their wheelhouse is not retirement planning. Their wheelhouse is just rate of return. So if you're a do-it-yourselfer or if you have questions about your existing plan, you're not really sure, maybe you feel like a number somewhere as opposed to having a relationship. So what I'd like you to do is pick up the phone today and call us. Call us at 801-210-5500 and let's have another visit, possibly a second look at what you're doing just to make sure that you're living the retirement of your dreams and that you're not missing out or leaving something off the table that you should have. We are not done yet. More great advice from Mike coming up next on Retire Utah Radio. We'll be right back with the rest of our show. You don't have to go it alone in retirement planning. Mike Stevens and his team at Capital Wealth Advisors want to help. Give them a call today, 801-210-5500. Once again, 801-210-5500. If you owed almost $28 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Make a lot more money, right? Well, now America's debt is more than $28 trillion, and right now taxes are at historically low levels. It doesn't take a genius to realize taxes will probably go up. Now, think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are low or later when rates are much higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors know what to look for. Mike can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 801-210-5500 to set up a visit with Mike Stevens and Capital Wealth Advisors. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now. 801-210-5500. Firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. For more information on retirement planning and how to get started, go to retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. Hi, you're listening to Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. And at Capital Wealth Advisors, they focus on retirement. And that's what we're doing today on our show right now. We're going to get into our mailbag, okay? I love doing this because this is just a time for us to have you, Mike, put you on the spot (laughs) and have you answer some common retirement questions because I know when people find out what you do, they're asking you all kinds of things, aren't they, when you're out in public? When I go to parties with with my wife and and uh, you know or family get-togethers, I just I want to be a guy, right? Yeah. So let's let's use this time to talk the financial time. And just when I go to the party, I'll just be Mike. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. So this one comes from Jake. Jake says I'm planning on retiring in three or four years, and I'm thinking about relocating. Okay, what are some things to consider as I'm trying to narrow down my options for where to move? Awesome. I'm excited for you, Jake. And I'm really proud that you're even thinking about, you know, three to four years out, yeah. um, some, some things like that. So here's the, uh, the answer that I'd give for you, Jake, and, and for anyone else looking to do the same thing. One, I would just ask uh, why, right? So not that that's a bad thing at all, but maybe you're like, hey, I'm just tired of living in the snow and I want to live somewhere warm. Okay, cool. Just we want to make sure that your why matches with, you know, your goals and, and your values. Two, I would say, all right, where is your family living? So maybe you want to relocate to be closer to your family or maybe going back to the whole, I I just want to move to Hawaii because I I don't want to be in the cold snow. So then that brings up the next thing. Well, what is it going to cost you 
to go back and forth to visit family, right? So you got to kind of like figure out logistics because what we find is that when people retire, they want to spend more and more time with family and travel can become hard. It can become expensive. Um, so you have to figure all that stuff out. The other thing too is where are you going to move to? Um, one of the things that I would always encourage a person to is take some like little mini vacations and go and travel and experience these different uh, cities or towns that you're thinking about you want to move to and kind of see if you could envision yourself living there and what it would actually cost. I mean, if you're saying, I've always wanted to move to New York. All right. Well, New York and San Francisco, awesome places to visit, but very, very expensive places to live. So can your retirement portfolio handle living in a place like that? So there's all these like little uh, things that, that come up, but I would just say, you know what? Go and explore and take some time and, and figure it out and then weigh the odds. There's always pros and cons with everything. And then you'll be armed with good information. And from that good information, chances are, Jake, you're going to make a great decision. Yeah, I love that advice. And I love that he's starting to think about this earlier, like you said. Yeah, you know? yep. I love it too. I bet. Do you get questions like this all the time about relocating? All, all the time. And Utah is usually about St. George. Like, hey, I'm thinking about going to St. George. And, and uh, we even have people, it's really cool that they'll say, hey, I want to downsize my house because I'm not interested in having uh, the landscaping anymore. I just basically mm. want to turn the key, shut the lights off and, and just walk away knowing that my mail is you know, safe in, in a condo building, uh, in a lockbox or something. And I want to travel. And yeah. I have other people that it's so cool. They're like, listen, I'm going to sell my house and we're going to get one of those really, really nice motorhomes. And we're just going to travel the United States for a year, maybe two years. And we're going to see all the cool things that the United States have. One of the other things that's super popular is you'll notice those, those sprinter vans that people are like converting. I think it's kind of like a new fad that, you know, you don't have to have one of those big motorhomes. You can be mobile, you can be nimble, you can camp, you can travel, you can get around mountain bike, hike, whatever it is that you want to do. Um, you have options. It's cool. Yeah, I love that. You know, I got to say my husband and I actually, we started pretty early at age about 56, we downsized. We're in a townhome right now. And, so and we, tell me about it. Like, do you enjoy it? I love it. More? We yeah. live in a community right now. We've been there about eight years where, you know, neighbors look out for each other. We can pull that door shut and leave. And that's our plan whenever, exactly. we, whenever we retire. We haven't yet. But yep. to go somewhere for about a month and we don't have to worry about the lawn or anything, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's what, there you go. Yeah. Perfect example. So we're on, we're, we're on the right track, I hope. <laughs> yep. You sure are. We're not going to relocate, you know, we're just going <laughs> to spend our money traveling. But okay. Probably because all your family's around you yeah, right now. Yeah, all our so. family's here, so. Anyway, okay, moving on, okay, we are digging into our mailbag today and um, asking questions to Mike. So here's another one. This is from Mark. Mark says, I like how my money's been performing in the markets, but I'm starting to get a little bit worried about taking on too much risk. This is my life savings after all. Mike, what are some moves I should make with my money? Well, Mark, you are not alone, my friend, because a lot of people feel very similar to you. And here's the reason for the past 12 years or so, the stock market has been going up and up and up and up. And if you actually look at it going, you know, the S&P 500 all the way from 1970 to the crash in 2008, it was kind of like a, a smooth kind of grade going up. And then from 08's crash to where we're at right now, it's actually a steep climb. So it's actually pretty exponential. And I think that my listeners, you know, you guys are all smart. And we all know that what goes up must come down. And it's almost like that game of musical chairs 
that the music's playing. We're having a good time. We're going around the circle. Oh, this is great. Our portfolio is making money and boom, music stops and everyone's scrambling for a chair. <laughs> and that's what, that's what it was like in 2020 of March when the market just boom, just stopped and just tanked really fast and people were scrambling. So Mark, you said that you're a little bit worried about taking on too much risk. So you should trust your gut. Okay. We have people that come into the office and we scan their portfolio. It's kind of like an x-ray. We use Morningstar and we're able to see things like how much risk they have in their portfolio. And just the other day, Mark, we had someone come into the office and they were a, a on a scale of one to 100. One is conservative, no risk. 100 is the most aggressive. These people were a 59 out of 100 in their portfolio. Okay. Well, why is that a problem? Well, these people answered that they were a 25 out of whoa, 100 risk whoa, score. Whoa. So they had, they, yeah, way, way too much. They had twice as much risk in their portfolio than what they were comfortable with. So I asked them, I said, okay, well, tell me a little bit about why you have this level of risk. And they said, well, we haven't made any changes in our portfolio for the past 10 years. Our advisor hasn't done anything different. We haven't assessed the risk. And I said, okay, well, I think you're really smart right now to trust your gut because we just found out there's twice as much risk in your portfolio than what you feel comfortable with. So Mark, the same thing too. And for our listeners, if you feel like you have too much risk, I would encourage you to give our office a call. Let us help you with a risk analysis and just put in full transparency how much risk you have. And here's the flip side of the coin. Some people don't have enough risk. Some people have, you know, way too conservative or they just have so much money in the bank and the risk is actually things like inflation. So yeah, they can't lose money when the market goes down, but in a sense, you know, the bank is not paying anything. You're just giving the bank an interest-free loan. And then if inflation increases, you are actually losing money, even though it's safe. So you have to have the right appropriate amount of risk. So Mark and anyone listening, give us a call at 801-210-5500 and let us help you out with a complimentary risk analysis. And we thank you so much for joining us. This is Retire Utah Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer and we're digging into Mike's uh, email bag today, getting some retiree questions. Uh, Mike, here's another one for you. This one's from Kay. And Kay says, could Social Security really keep up with the cost of living? Oh, good question, Kay. So here's the thing about Social Security. Uh, I love it. The program, just being full transparency here, um, it's it's a little bit wobbly. There's things that need to get fixed because there's a, a, a broken aspect of, of Social Security. Social Security pays what's called the cost of living adjustment or COLA. And what it's supposed to do is it's supposed to take the CPI or consumer price index and it's trying to figure out like what the standard and, and cost for living is and then adjust accordingly. So historically, uh, Social Security has been doing a good job with their COLA, but here's the problem. It's not the COLA amount, it's can they continue to pay the benefits. And the, the, the problem is, is we got this uh, Social Security trust fund and how it works is that for every person working, they're putting money into it. Well, the problem is, is we have the boomer generation. We have more people taking money out than people contributing into the, the trust fund. So the Social Security program has said over and over again that that trust fund is in danger of being depleted. And that doesn't mean that the Social Security benefits are going to go away, but they're very clear that if the trust fund is depleted, then they're going to have to reduce the amount of Social Security benefits paid out on a monthly basis. 
So social security, I think is one leg of your retirement stool, Kay, but we want to make sure that it's not the only thing, because if we're just counting on social security and then there's a problem with the program, ah, that could, that could make me feel very uncomfortable where maybe someone has to go back to work when they weren't planning on that. Um, so cost of living, um, you know, it's, it's getting more and more expensive. We're seeing, inf- yeah, Luann, we're seeing inflation even, even rising. So social security is supposed to match that, but at the same time, can they? And that's really the question, Kay. I wish I had a crystal ball. That's the best answer, hopefully, that I can give you. But again, we're here for you. If you got questions, let's walk, walk through and talk a little bit more one-on-one, Kay. I love that. That's why you're doing this show every week. All right. I think I can squeeze in one more question here before we have to end our show. This question comes from Rick. And Rick says, can you please explain what a qualified charitable distribution is? I've read a little bit about it. I'm still not sure exactly what it is and what those benefits are. I would love to, Rick, because we use them all the time at our office. A qualified charitable distribution or a QCD is eligible for people to donate to a qualified charity from their tax deferred account. And so when I say tax deferred, you can't do it from a 401k. It has to be from an IRA. There are some rules where you could do it from like a simple or a SEP, but you got to talk to a CPA or tax professional about that. But generally speaking, if you have money in an IRA and you say, hey, I don't want to take money out in the form of a required minimum distribution, I would rather take that money and donate it directly to a charity, then here's the win. The charity is going to get that full value that you just donated they don't have to pay any taxes, assuming they're a qualified charity. And then here's your big win. You don't have to pay one cent in taxes. So this is a strategy that we use for our clients all the time that we say, okay, you don't need to take money out of your IRA and pay taxes on it. You know, why don't we take this money? And, you know, in Utah and Idaho, the LDS church is very predominant. Um, You can prepay tithing, you can prepay fast offerings, you can do this all from your IRA or any charity, whatever it is that you want to do. You can take that money from your your IRA, donate it to the qualified charity of your choice. They win, you win, but you have to be over age 70 and a half to do it as of right now. And the most that you can do per year is $100,000. Rick, awesome question. We help people out with that all the time. So if you are like Rick and you want to do these QCDs or you got questions about them, give us a call at 801-210-5500 and let us show you how you can potentially win using qualified charitable distributions in your retirement accounts. All right, Luann, and that's all the time that we have for today. Always a lot of fun. And all the listeners, thank you so much for listening to Retire Utah Radio today. I always say it, but accumulating assets is just one step of the journey. So ladies and gentlemen, enjoying the retirement of your dreams. That is really all the goal is. If you got questions about your financial journey, give us a call 801-210-5500. We'll be back with more retirement guidance next week. Capital Wealth Advisors is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Insurance services offered through CWA Insurance Services, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the 
issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Capital Wealth Advisors is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the United States government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein, provided by third parties, have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Capital Wealth Advisors. This radio show is a paid placement.